from Hell, Episode 4, Back to the Beach. Um, were we ever at were we ever at the beach? I don't think that's relevant. Um it's just the idea <laughs> that at some point we came back whenever we left. Um so quickly let's recap what uh, what we talked about right at the end of episode three last uh last week. We were talking about uh dead celebrities, um Mary mm-hmm. Tyler Moore, John Hurt. And then we said that it always goes in three. So they said there would, we said there would be a third one. Uh, I said there'd be a third one before we even came back uh, next week. Which well, I tried today. I tried to debunk this idea. I thought this was an urban myth. And and I agreed with you. I said, yeah, who comes up with this anyway? Why do they always say this? But lo and behold, yesterday, Richard Hatch died. Um, age 71, didn't say what, uh, something, uh, he had obviously been sick. He won't go into detail about what, what happened to him. But, um, Richard Hatch, uh, famously known, uh, as, uh, Apollo on the, uh, old Battlestar Galactica television series. Um, mm-hmm. which, uh, let's be honest, it wasn't a very good series. I mean, if you watch it now, it doesn't have a whole lot of, uh, it doesn't hold up. Uh, let's say that. Um, and Richard Hatch, he was good. Um, but unfortunately, his character, Apollo, was pretty lame. He really never got to do anything really as exciting as Starbuck. Um, it basically, you know, if you've ever played uh, Battlestar Galactica with your friends, nobody was dying to play Apollo. <laughs> he was He was not that excited. His storyline was much more like uh, his wife died. Um, his brother, uh, Rick Springfield, he died. Um, and, uh, and he, uh, um, I can't remember, was, was the kid with the little, uh, mechanical dog, uh, Moffat, was, was he actually his kid? Or was that somebody else's kid that he, like, kind of adopted? I think that was his I, kid. I don't remember. I'm, I'm a little young. Well, it was, it was kind of a mixed uh, family somehow. Anyway, yeah, I think yeah. that was his kid, uh, Boxy. That's what they called him, Boxy. Um, and Boxy had the electronic uh, robot uh, dog um, because his dog got killed by a Cylon in an attack. And you know what? I'm going way too far into this because we were just talking about the death of Richard Hatch. And that's really sad. <laughs> <laughs> that I had to, had to then explain Battlestar Galactica, which is what he did probably every other day of his life. I mean, because he was probably on the circuit, you know, doing the autographs and, you know, and pretty much oh, he's yeah. probably been talking about Battlestar Galactica for about 35 years, nonstop. And, uh, and you know, on his, now that he's gone, People, when they mention his name, they're only going to talk about Battlestar Galactica, which, you know, it was successful, so I guess it can't be, you know, that bad, but it's kind of sad, too. Um, well, was he really famous for anything else? Not that I can recall. I think he was uh, a soap opera guy that came in uh, to Battlestar Galactica, and uh, um, I don't remember anything afterwards. I'd have to look at his IMDb. Um, 
but uh, it did remind me of when Bill Bixby died. Um, they had his obituary, and they talked about all the different things he did, you know, the courtship of Eddie's father, and he had done a lot of directing, and, you know, he, he had had a pretty big career, you know, the Apple Dumpling Gang. I mean, he had a lot of, like, famous things that he that he had done. And, yeah. uh, and of course, they mentioned The Incredible Hulk, you know, and everybody knows him, you know, from from that show. Um, but then I remember the saddest thing right underneath that. They then felt the need in his obituary to explain who the Incredible Hulk was. <laughs> so, <laughs> so right underneath them saying the famous, you know, the you know highly popular Incredible Hulk TV show, right underneath that it said. Bill Bixby played Dr. David Bruce Banner, who, when exposed to gamma rays, uh, was then, uh, every time he got angry, he, you know, whatever. It went through the whole thing. So, like, <laughs> so like in his obituary, they felt the need to put the origin of the Incredible Hulk into it. Not just mention it, but actually, yeah. actually explain what the Incredible Hulk was. Like it um, happened to him. Like it happened to him. Like it was a part of his life. I could I couldn't believe that when I read that. Um, that was a long time ago. Okay, wow. We went, we went off a little bit there uh, with Richard Hatch. It's sad, though. I'm sorry that he's gone. Um, he seemed like a really nice guy. He was always doing the, you know, the convention stuff and seemed like everybody really liked him and he really uh, liked his fans and, and he totally supported the whole Battlestar Galactica thing and he, you know, I guess he was in the new show, too, but I never, um, I never watched it, which I should probably... Yeah, I didn't either. I've heard so many people telling me to watch it that I would really, really like it. And, me too. Uh, yeah, it's just one of those things I've never gotten around to actually checking out. Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot, I think, is the problem. It's just, like, it's just so much of it. And that's what always happens is that when people recommend me to watch something, uh, if I'm so far behind, I get a lot of anxiety about like being able <laughs> to finish it. I don't know why, I just get really, really worried, and it's like, and not until I get, like, about halfway through the season, and I can see it on the on the queue, like, how many episodes I've gotten through, and how many more I have left, can I, like, relax in and be like, okay, I can do this, I think I can finish this. Um, but, otherwise, sometimes I'll just bag it, just because I just get nervous, because I'm just like, I just can't, I can't commit to this. It's uh, it's just too much. Um, Sometimes it's too much at once. We before the the new Gilmore Girls came out, or yeah. after the new whatever the Netflix thing came out. Yeah, uh, we I watched a few episodes here and there, and so did my wife, and so we decided to go through, you know, the original series, and man, it started to feel like work. Like, it is okay, work. here's another it's episode. Totally. And when you watch them all, when you watch like, you know, a decade of TV in like a couple weeks. Yeah. It, it, uh, some shows I think it, it, they really work well taking that much in. I mean, I think like the Marvel stuff, you know, it's always back to Marvel with us, but, yeah. um, the Marvel stuff, you can sit and you can ingest, you know, the entire show and it, and it just feels like you've watched a really long movie. But something, uh, certain shows, and I think Gilmore Girls is one of those where you just get tired of like these people's lives. You're like, okay, 
<laughs> but see, that's, I've that, had enough. that was, yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't meant to be ingested that way. Right. So I right. understand why those shows seem very tedious because you have a break in between, you know, a week right. in between. And so it wasn't, it's just like, oh, I'm going back to a place that I like, you know, so right. you know, it's, it's like I tried to watch Cheers because I was just, I couldn't sleep and it was on Netflix and I saw it on there and, and uh, I started watching it from episode one because I really yeah. don't remember how the show even started. And I watched like six of them and they're great. But man, I started getting really, really like wore out. Like I'm just like, oh, <laughs> you know, it's like because I mean, week to week, you know, you're excited to come back and see what's going to happen next. When you're like have them all lined up like that, it's just like it's like one really really long episode of like Saturday Night Live. It's just like one sketch after another after another after another, and you're just like, okay, I need uh, to not do this anymore. It's just, yeah. This is just not. This is way too tedious. But I mean, then like things like the Netflix series because now they're making these shows exactly. They're ten hour movies. Yeah. Dances with Wolves was only like three and a half hours, and that felt like <laughs> it was ten hours long. So now yeah. all we're getting, I mean, a lot of times all we're getting is ten hour movies. Movies that last ten hours. That's yeah. crazy. I mean, it's cool, yeah. you know, because you can watch it in the amount, of, it's like reading a book. You know, you can stop at any time, you can pick it back up, whatever. Yeah. Um, but again, that anxiety comes in that like if I don't finish this another one's going to come on I'm going to want to start that but I haven't finished this one yet you know I can't how can I possibly like watch Santa Clarita diet when I just you know I'm right in the middle of you know uh, Red Oaks on, on Amazon or something you know it's like I can't I can't keep up I can't yeah. <laughs> it's like and I did finish Red Oaks on Amazon, um, which is really good. Have you have you heard about that show? No, I think I, I think I told you about it last year because it's in two seasons now. Red Oaks is uh, it takes place in the eighties at a uh, country club, so it's got a very like Caddyshack kind of feel to it. It's not as slapsticky as as Caddyshack, but it's kind of in that world. Of you know of valets and waiters, oh and yeah, whatever they work at yeah. this country club, but it's got great music. The cast is really good. Um, Paul Reiser has a great part. Um, uh, there's uh, Jennifer. Uh, uh, oh my God, I just forgot her name from Dirty Dancing. Jennifer. Uh, oh, uh, Jennifer yeah. Gray. Jennifer Gray, it? yeah, she's in it. Um, and it's it's uh it's really good, and uh, I just finished the second season, but it's uh, it's well worth watching, and they're very easily digestible. Like each one is like twenty twenty five minutes, something like that. They're not that long, and you can get through it pretty quickly. Um, but very entertaining, and acting's superb, and the music is incredible. I can't believe the rights they got for like so many of these songs. Um, so Red Oaks on Amazon. Definitely worth watching. Um, and then I actually finished uh, Santa Clarita Diet, also on Netflix, with Drew Barrymore and Timothy Oliphant. And that is really 
Wow. Uh, I don't know if I say I like it. I enjoyed <laughs> moments of it. It's really, uh, what's it like? Drew Barrymore dies, and yeah. she doesn't know she dies, and then she becomes basically a zombie. And then uh, Timothy Oliphant is her husband. They're both realtors. Uh, her husband uh, wants to support her and help her and, you know, whatever. And so when she starts craving meat, he brings her meat, you know, like, you know, raw meat. Well, that doesn't yeah. do it for her anymore, and she has to eat. Yeah, I mean, you know where it's going. She's going to start eating people. They show it in the trailer. Um, yeah. So it's very graphic at times, and it really grossed me out multiple times. <laughs> I, I enjoyed. I think I enjoyed the series as a whole, but it was really making me kind of ill sometimes, and I had to shut it off because I just I couldn't watch some of the really graphic stuff. Um, but it's very funny. And there's some really great uh, comedic performances in it. The guy who plays the next door neighbor, he's really good. Um, uh, the kid, um, and then uh, their daughter is really good. I mean, they some really really good people in it. Um, Tom Lennon from uh, Reno 911. Uh, he plays a principal. Nathan Fillion is in there. Uh, Pat Oswald. A lot of people pop up, and and uh, they're very very good. But do I recommend it? I think if you like that kind of stuff, you like that kind of dark, dark humor, um, I think you'll enjoy it. But like yeah. said, it's very graphic. It's very graphic. Not for kids yeah, at all. I've heard, uh, I've heard mixed things on it, but and that seems to be your view, too, is it's, it's mixed. <laughs> <laughs> it is. You know, I, 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 you know, I hesitate recommending it as a great show. I just... The graphicness kind of got to me after a while. We're not going to keep talking about that. It's the worse than uh, Ash versus Evil Dead, like gore wise, or ooh, it's probably on the same level, but more realistic. Oh, okay. Like the, the Ash versus uh, Evil Dead stuff—it's almost like comical how much blood there is. Right. It's on purpose. Right. This is the same way. But maybe because it's in this kind of suburban, clean atmosphere, seeing that is just really, really unsettling. Like a lot of blood. Anyway, I don't know why yeah. this one got to me. It's just the actual huh. eating of it. I, I don't know what I don't know what it. Is. Uh, <laughs> because there, there were times when I watched Ash that I was also grossed out, but not to the point where I had to shut it off. This one I actually and that was. I mean, it was, I don't know. It, I thought it, that it fit with the tone of the show too. So I mean, it wasn't. Right. It's kind of like how 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 ridiculous can we get? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, they push yeah they push the limit. Okay, so I want to I want to hear you. Uh, you got to see uh, what did you get to see last night? Uh, the Lego Batman movie, which is uh, coming out this Friday, and uh, I'll do a, a quick spoiler free review for the site, like I usually do with movies I get yeah. to see early. Um, but it was, it was good. It was, uh, you know, if, if you're a fan of the Lego movie, which I was, um, it's, it's not necessarily a sequel. It's more like a shared universe sequel, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, the Marvel stuff where you don't necessarily have to have seen the Lego movie to enjoy it, but you might yeah. be a little confused by some things, you know, the, it, it's, Portrayed as if, you know, the kid, the main 
kid storyteller master builder from the movie, from the first, the, the Lego movie, is if he's just playing again. I mean, they never show him. There's no live action segment like in uh, the Lego movie. But, um, you know, when the, the characters are shooting guns, they're literally saying, pew, 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 pew. You know, and it's like, <laughs> it's a kid playing, essentially. I mean, it's, it's sometimes hard to forget that because the action is so crazy, but uh, yeah. that's what it is. And, uh, you know, Will Arnett is back as Batman, and they've got a whole host of every obscure Batman character, which is, uh, which is good. Um, and funny, they, they poke fun at it. The beginning of it, um, feels very inspired by Deadpool. It's like, let's do a, you know, fourth wall breaking credits thing for kids. Um, oh, nice. Which is fun. And there's some really fun voice cameos. Uh, <laughs> the best one, which I'll share with you because I know you're a fan. Uh, Bane, of course, is played by Doug Benson. No way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And, you know, the, the, cam- the voice cameos for these, uh, you know, villains are literally seconds. I mean, it, it probably took Doug a half hour to record all of his lines. I mean, it was... They're, uh, yeah, they're really short, very small cameos, but they, they actually took the time to get some, uh, some funny people to play, um, that's cool. Some of these, some of these voices. Uh, Zach Galifianakis plays the Joker with just, uh, a hint of Mark Hamill in there, which was kind of fun. He doesn't overdo it, but, um, it was good. I wouldn't say, see, I, I, I felt, the Lego movie was kind of a breath of fresh air. It was something new and refreshing. Yeah. And uh, you kind of lose, you know, because you kind of know what to expect. Yeah. You lose that sense of freshness. It's it's just, you know, it's another movie in the same style. And so I kind of miss that about it. But, I mean, I you can't, I don't know if there's a way to get around that. You know, it's it's not anything new, but it's it's definitely enjoyable. The kids in the audience, there was a ton of kids at the screening, and mm-hmm. they were just eating it up. They were all about this movie. And my kids, I think my kids said they liked it more than a Lego movie. So, really, yeah, well, that's interesting. It's a lot. I mean, it's, there's a ton of action, um, as you'd expect from a movie about action toys. Yeah. But yeah, I, I recommend it. So you you'd recommend it? Oh yeah, definitely. You know, if you're not a Lego fan and just a Batman fan, I'd wait yeah. probably till till uh, video. There's some fun Easter eggs though for Batman fans. Whether you're a, a comic fan or a fan of the movies, they throw in tons. I mean, this is one of those movies that you're gonna have to like pause at home because there's so much on screen. There's so much going on. And, you know, there's, there's spots where I'm sure there's just a thousand Easter eggs that I missed. They just jam, right. you know, jam them in everywhere. Well, that was fun about the first one, too. There was a lot of that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Um, what was I going to ask you? Oh, well, I you saw, saw a movie. Uh, I saw The Founder. Yeah, I want to um, see that. I thought it looked really good. It is good. Uh, Michael Keaton, um, and if, for those who don't know what it is, uh, it's about Ray Kroc, uh, the kind of person who, you know, really uh, made McDonald's uh, sec- successful. I remember seeing the trailer for it, and I was 
But even before I saw the trailer for it, when I heard what it was about, I got really excited because I was like, oh, I don't know the story of Ray Kroc, and I know that it's going to take place in, like, the 50s, 60s area, and that's a fun thing to watch in a movie is, you know, just to kind of, you know, see that look and, and uh, um, like, last week we talked about what – I asked Doug what world he would want to live in, and uh, I said that I'd want to live in the time of Mad Men. Um, after I said that, I did rethink it, and um, <laughs> I, I do – I do – I would like to live in the world of Mad Men minus – the racism. Let's just put it that way. That's what that's what I was getting at. That's what I was trying to say. So that's the that's the madman I would like to live in. Um, and also, I realize that there's a lot of time spent on trains, and I don't think that's really useful. So I don't think that was well thought out. Doug came up with the greatest, like, clever thing is that he said he wanted to live in the Flash TV show in Star City because. Then that way, um, when the event happens that makes the people into metahumans, not everyone becomes a metahuman, but some people do, Doug was under the thing that he said, well, then I have a chance to become a superhero, which I thought was really clever. But it's really like, Doug, you pretty much, you pretty much just did the equivalent of like, if a genie gave you three wishes, then you say, oh, I want three more wishes. Like, if that was, like, they, you just, like, you totally, like, gamed that whole thing. But uh, you were on, you were on the, you were on the spot and you came up with a way to, you know, get what you wanted and that's fine. So anyway, so back to the, so back to the founder. I like that Mad Men era kind of, uh, location, uh, setting kind of thing. Um, yeah. And so I knew it was going to be good. I mean, I knew it was going to be really cool. And, and I love Mike Keaton. And, um, and the movie is about Ray Kroc and, and how he, like, discovers McDonald's, uh, the two brothers played by, uh, Nick Offerman and, um, uh, oh God, now I forgot his name. Anyway, he's from here and I can't think of his name and I feel terrible. I'll remember it later. Um, but uh, the two brothers, they have a, a store, McDonald's, and they're making hamburgers in like 30, 60 seconds, somewhere around there. Um, and so he wants to franchise it, and he wants to make it, you know, nationwide. Mm-hmm. They don't want to do it because they're afraid. They've tried it before, and the, the quality goes down. And Anyway, that's pretty much what the whole story is about, is that Ray Kroc wants them to think big. They're happy with their one restaurant doing well. And you can imagine that, um, I mean, obviously Ray Kroc wins because his, you know, his black is in every McDonald's. Um, And I didn't know anything about him, but it turns out he's, he's kind of a dick. So he's (laughs) he's not, he's not a nice man. Um, So that was, I remember, yeah, I remember hearing that. I mean, even as a kid, I remember seeing the plaques of McDonald's and being like, oh, this is the guy who made McDonald's. Why isn't his name McDonald? And then later hearing, he wasn't very nice. He kind of no. dragged these guys and, into this. Oh, yeah. And if you look if you look at pictures of him, just, you know, just Google his pictures, Ray Kroc, he looks like an ass. Like, he looks mean. <laughs> like, he does not look like a nice man at all. 
and he doesn't look like Michael Keaton. <laughs> Michael yeah. Keaton looks way nicer than him. Um, but uh, there was there was one thing where um, I was disappointed that there wasn't a scene um, in the movie where uh, Ray Kroc is like, because you know he's you know we're we're kind of developing the whole like McDonald's thing, you know, like where you know where it came from. And uh, I was disappointed there wasn't a moment where he like met a mayor and he like walked away and he was like, you know what, that guy's head looks just like a cheeseburger. And then and then that would be, of course, Miramar cheese. And that's that's what I was expecting. <laughs> I was hoping for some some little some, you know, a little fan a little fan service for me. Um, He's got a very, very rotund, pear-shaped person. He's always smiling. <laughs> Would you stop, stop grimacing at me all the time? Oh, there's like a, there's a, an alcoholic guy named Ronald that's like walking around. <laughs> and he's like, oh man, that clown. Aha! <laughs> the guy always trying to steal the, the cheeseburgers or the hamburgers and, He's got a brother-in-law just gets out of prison, and he's like, <laughs> he's still wearing his prison shirt. And, Stop uh, burgling these hamburgers! <laughs> he just walks over, and grabs a burger off his tray, and he's like, "Hey." <laughs> um, maybe they should. Maybe they should do like a like a Suicide Squad like reboot of like the ham, the Ronald McDonald gang. That guy's actually kind of cool. Like a reimagining, they're all tough and urban. Yeah. So, well, I don't know. Just have like, like uh, Russell Crowe play like Mayor McCheese, and then have like, and then have have Vin Diesel play the Hamburglar, and because he doesn't talk, you know. And then have uh, I don't know. I can't think of anybody for drummers. It would have to be somebody like the opposite of what you'd expect. So it wouldn't be like a big guy for Grimace. It'd be like a really thin guy. So it'd be like, I don't know. Steve Buscemi. Like, Steve Buscemi would be good. <laughs> Steve Buscemi as Grimace would be awesome. And then uh, Leonardo DiCaprio as, as Ronald McDonald. <laughs> Directed by Martin Scorsese. Yeah. Produced by <laughs> David Harris. So yeah, so the founder was good. I recommend it. It's uh, it's a good movie. Um, but uh, the other thing, um, did you uh, did you see the Guardians trailer uh, during Super Bowl? Oh yeah, yeah. And then I watched it online, which was actually better. The minute long one that they released. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Really good. We got to see our first glimpse of the uh, the gold people. I don't know who they are. But they oh, yeah, it was very they Flash really, Gordon looking. Very yeah, good. it looked really neat. Yeah. Um, man, I just cannot wait for that movie. I can't believe it's only three months away now. I'm like just so excited. And now, I mean, uh, I think I just I wrote that to you the other day that now we're getting like a Marvel event like every two months for the rest of the year. That That's is so great. great. I know. Like next month we have Iron Fist, which you saw the trailer. Everyone saw the trailer by now. Yeah, yeah. So so cool. 
looks so good. We were wondering if they were going to show the iron, the mystical iron fist thing. They show it and they show what it does and everything. I mean, wow, so neat. Um, yeah. So we get that. Yeah, in I think March. it was a great trailer. That's really the, yeah. So we got that in March on Netflix, and then uh, in May, then we get uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Then in July, we get Spider-Man. Then oh, that's in, right. I keep forgetting about then, Spider-Man. I know. That's going to be cool. Um, speaking of Michael Keaton. And then, uh, and then, uh, September, we get the Defenders. Um, oh, yeah. And somewhere in there, Punisher is going to be popping in. I don't, they don't know when. They said fourth quarter. So I guess that, I, I would assume that means like September, October. So it might sneak in like right before the Defenders. And then, uh, November, we get Thor Ragnarok. That's that, like that's going to be, uh, I think that one's going to surprise a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I, I know you're a fan of what we did in the shadows. Yeah, Taiki with, 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 with Taiki. And I, I still haven't seen it. And apparently he just so released good. another movie this year that, uh, that was critically acclaimed as well. Yeah, that's very good. That's, uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. That's yeah, I've got to check out both of those. I want to. Yeah. I'll have to check out both of those because I've heard great things about, about oh both of them. Oh my god, you will love what we do in the shadows. That is such a funny movie, and uh, he he's going to bring that humor to the to the Thor movie, and I think it's going to be really cool because it's going to like mix that with like the crazy visuals that we're going to have with like all these different people and Jeff Goldblum, and now Sam Neill is in it, and. Uh, you got Hulk, and you got Thor, and then you got uh, Anthony Hopkins, and you got uh, Doctor Strange is going to make a, an appearance in it. It's going to be crazy, um, but with yeah. his humor, it's really it's really going to work. I think it'll be really cool. It'll be really fun. Uh, what else? Uh, we talked about Star Wars Land. I don't know if it was last week. Oh yeah. Before. I can't remember. Uh, they announced uh, it's coming out December 2019 is when they're going to uh, open that up, which I just realized is the release of Episode Nine, the last uh, movie um, in, the, in the, the trilogy that they're doing right now. So that's crazy. I can't believe that the 2019 is that close. <laughs> when they announced like all these movies, I was like, 2019. Wow, yeah. it might as well be like the year 3000. And now it's like <laughs> it's so close. Now I'm like, wow. Time goes two years really away. Wow, rapidly. I know. I can't believe Infinity War is this, you know, coming up. Yeah, it's crazy. they're filming. How they're that filming. Be? Filming right out now. right now. Right as we speak. Um. Did you read and the word is they, it's going to be yeah, about Thanos? Yeah, it's just pretty much going to be the Thanos movie, which makes sense because yeah. I mean, if you you know read the Infinity Gauntlet, that's pretty much what it was. But it's kind of cool that he's the lead in the movie. Yeah. We've never seen that before. We've never seen the villain as the lead, and then all of the other people, you know, are like the co-stars. Um, yeah. So basically, it's going to be like him as the lead, and then just a whole buttload of 
cameos. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be like one cameo after another of different people. Um, well, that makes me think they're really going to just draw heavily from the Infinity Gauntlet story because that really was. I mean, I think he's, from the big, yeah, from the beginning to the end, it's it's all about him. It's his story. Yeah, and it's and it's it's a good one. It's a good story. Um, it's just gonna be weird seeing like all of these heroes all together like they were. Um, yeah, but I guess they did say that they're gonna spend some time on Earth too, which they really didn't in uh, in the in the comic book. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see what they do because I guess it would get kind of boring because the comic book kind of takes place in like one location. It's been like a play. Yeah, it's like it really is. It's like a Greek play. Place. Yeah, they're in yeah. one place the whole time. It's not very interesting to look at. You know, in the background is like a bunch of stars. You know, they've got like, you know, columns. and I mean, it's pretty boring to look at. It's not, it's not an exciting thing to read, really. I mean, it's dialogue-driven, totally. Yeah. Um, so they had to make it interesting in some way. Uh, to just have you know one static shot, um, which uh, that would get old really quick. Um, yeah. So I think we're going to see him like collecting. This is I mean this is my thought is that they're going to show him collecting all of the stones. So that will make it adventurous. You know when he shows oh, up at you know when he shows <laughs> up at uh, Nova Corps and he has to get the stone from them, and then he has to go to Asgard, and he's got to get, you know, the stone from them, and, you know, he's going to, you know, we'll get to see him battle, like, the Asgardian forces, and you'll get to see him fight the Nova Corps, and you'll get to, you know, um, so all that will be, you know, exciting, you know, watching that. Um, yeah, who else has one? I can't even think. Uh, oh, Vision has one in his head. Yeah. So that's not going to go well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how do you, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, who else has one? Who is the ether? Oh, that's, uh, didn't the collector, the collector have, one? have one? Yeah, there's yeah, yeah, yeah. the collector had. I don't remember now. He had the red one. They gave it to him at the end. Yeah, that and was then, the ether. Yeah, that was the ether. So the one that possessed Jane. In Thor. Um, anyway, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I think it'll be I think it'll be fun, and it'll be fun to see everybody all together. Um, I like uh, I like Josh Brolin, so I think he'll be I think he'll be cool. As Thanos. Do you think he's gonna be uh, all motion capture? Is he gonna Are they gonna do like makeup? Uh, it looked like motion capture. Huh. Interesting. I think I think that's what they're doing. Um, and then uh, Ben Affleck's not directing Batman. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I heard that. Which is, uh, I guess, not surprising. No, I mean that'd be a lot to take on. Starring, writing. Well, I mean, writing is that's done already. But trying to, when we got, I think he's just feeling the pressure. You know, where he's he's got. Well, he just got. Yeah, I mean, he just got done doing uh, Live by Night, which he uh, produced, he directed, and he starred in. And he realized that, like, nobody gave a shit. Like, like nobody cared. <laughs> like, the, the movie kind of tanked. 
and nobody really gave him any credit for it. And, you know, he put all this work into it. And he's like, well, what's the point? You know, and and, and now, you know, he's going to be, if he was going to be directing the Batman movie, he'd be directing it, he'd be starring in it. And he's like, everybody, like, they want to know every little minutia of what I'm doing with this movie. I can't, I can't win with this movie, no matter what. You know, it's yeah. like, I'm going to, I'm going to take the heat for it. I wouldn't want to do it either. I, I totally would bag it and say, you know what, let somebody else take the blame. <laughs> just let me, let me just act in it, be the best Batman I can be, and, uh, you know, be done with it. You know, and not have to yeah. take all the, all the, uh, the flack from it. Um, so, I mean, I, I totally get it that he would, that he would do that. But it also makes me wonder if maybe it's not that great. You know, just he's not, he's not that happy with where it's going or what, you know, what they're allowing yeah. the character to be and the movie to be. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, Warner Brothers is freaking out already. I mean, they've, they've got so much pressure to try to do something that's good. I mean, uh, I never saw Suicide Squad. I really, I mean to, but I'm not, it's not on like the top of my list of things to watch. Yeah, and just from from everything I've read about the behind the scenes stuff, David Ayer was just not happy with the pressure that the studio put on him. You know, he started off making a small character driven movie, and uh, when Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice didn't do as well as they hoped, they all came breathing down his neck to try to fix <laughs> their right. their DC universe, and that's just that's unfair. That's just totally unfair to do to somebody. Oh, and then they wanted to compare it to Deadpool. They're like, look how funny yeah. Deadpool is. Is your is your movie funny like Deadpool? And he's like, no. And they're like, well, yeah. you should make it funny. You should make it funny like Deadpool. <laughs> he's like, but it's not Deadpool. It's different. And it's like, yeah, it's, it should be funny. You should make it funny. <laughs> can these guys say funny things? Can that guy, that scary guy, can he say something funny? Well, it doesn't really fit with it. Yeah, make him say something funny. That'd be good. <laughs> okay. We'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> but I just... But he's an alligator man. <laughs> yeah, he could say something funny for sure. There's something funny he could say. Um, so then uh, I wanted to start a new segment this week. We'll see how it goes. And mm-hmm. it's called Fast Pitch. And you and I are going to take turns throwing out pitches very quickly of movies or TV shows, and then we'll and then we'll talk about them. And some may yeah. be genius, and some may be, you know, Sharknado genius. Yeah, <laughs> something, something terrible. I, I spent about five minutes at most preparing for this, so they're they're going to be fine. Throw it out there. <laughs> And if, you, and if you can think of a title right away, that'd be awesome, too. We can throw out a title. Okay. I know it's not easy. So, uh, you want me to start? Now, go. Um, <laughs> so, I was thinking of so many shows have, uh, or TV shows have come from, from old movies. And not, not even old movies. I see Taken has a show now. And so, I was like, oh, what, you know, what? Older movies could uh, could possibly be made, made into a show, and it just literally I took less than five minutes to 
come up with all these. Um, so I was looking through just a list of some movies and I stumbled across a bunch of Kevin Smith stuff. And I, yeah. it got me thinking, has he actually had a show based on his uh, kind of New Jersey, you know, Jay and Silent Bob universe? Jersey. That might actually be, well, well yeah, but like, uh, you know, an actual television show following some of these characters. And I thought that might be fun oh, to revisit. The you know, guys. like a half hour, like a, a half hour show. And not just the clerks guys, but, you know, you've got the Chase and Amy guys and you've got... Uh, so you know, like everybody, Jay, everybody like, that's been like 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 Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, but as a TV show, the TV series, yeah, right. And maybe he, you know, Kevin Smith's age is over, but I thought it, you know, might be interesting to it'd be an easy sell because I'd be fairly cheap. You yeah. know, somebody like uh, you know, I don't know, stars or somebody could pick it up, and they wouldn't have to worry about language and. Um, right. Cheap. Did you did shoot. you did you did you pick this pitch because you wanted to pander to Kevin Smith? No. Did you somehow wanted to like get him to like listen to our podcast no. or or like that no. way you can tag you can tag him in things. <laughs> that that was not my intent. No, that was not. <laughs> I suppose now I will. Thanks. Now you will. Now, now I'm going to do that. Now, yeah. Now you will. Okay, what's what's the second one? Let's hear it. Oh, no, it's my turn. It's my turn. Hey, yeah. There yeah. we go. All right. Okay, so let's see. My pitch would be, okay, here we go. Um, uh, a guy goes to a fortune teller, and I'm making this up right now. Uh, he goes <laughs> to a fortune teller, and uh, the fortune teller tells him, oh, I got it. Fortune teller tells him that... Uh, he's going to meet three women by the end of the weekend. Yeah, the weekend. And uh, one, he's going to, uh, one is going to want to marry him and one is going to want to have sex with him and then one is going to want to kill him and his is Mary Screw Kill. Bingo. That's pretty funny. And they're all that's named awesome. Mary. Oh no, no, that's not. And they're all that doesn't no, make sense. That doesn't work. That doesn't that's make sense. Awesome. That was stupid. That's a good one. That is. That's a good one. That was a good one. That's not a bad like one. That. That's not a bad one. All right, go yeah. ahead. All right, so it's another uh, TV show. I came up with TV shows this time, and uh, it's the story of a uh, independent crane operator. You know, like for big construction sites. Uh huh. And uh, in between jobs, he drives across the country. And uh, keeps, you know, finding uh, places where he's needed. And so it's just sort of pro bono goes and helps people with his giant crane. <laughs> it's like it's like the Equalizer and Stingray and, <laughs> and uh, the A-Team all kind of yep. all into one. Night Rider, too. It's got kind of a Night Rider yep. feel to it. Can he talk? Yeah. Can the crane talk? The crane can't talk, no. Okay, I would consider having just, a crane talk, because that would be cool. Got a talking crane, like a computerized voice, like or it's, just it's the, an actual or an actual mouth, like uh, <laughs> like God <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine. We don't see that very often. We don't see talking things, and with the effects they have today, I think they can make it look really, really uh, realistic. 
Yeah, they can do like the Transformers up. thing where it's got he's got like weird you know metal lips. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> that would be so cool. And then like it's oh, that's nemesis. so awful. So what would his arch nemesis be then? If he's a crane, mm-hmm. dirt would dirt be his nemesis? <laughs> no, yeah, he's got to have a weakness, doesn't he? The crane cement. Be like Ooh, liquid what, what cement. Would be um, rust. Rust would be his nemesis. Oh yeah, rust. Totally rust. Yeah. Yep. Water so you can't... and water and time would be <laughs> 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 water plus time equals my destruction. Uh, <laughs> So the only so the way you could just beat his nemesis is just have a have a towel handy, like so yeah. his little crane operator just have a towel, just wipe him down. A tiny little like a little oil can, a little oil can too. Quick, quick dry me off. I don't want I don't want rust to come back. You should play yeah. the crane operator. Um, John Ham. John Ham. Yeah, be perfect. Perfect. All right, what's your next one? Oh, God. Okay, uh, let's see. Okay, so there's a private... Oh, that one was called the Craniac. Sorry, that was the Craniac. Oh, the Craniac, I love it. Um, uh, Mine is there's a private detective, and he, uh, he dies on the operating table. He has a heart attack. Well, he's on a case, and he has a heart attack, and um, no, no, he gets hit by a car, and um, he loses his hearing for some reason. Maybe his head gets smashed on the pavement too hard or something. So they give him a hearing aid, and uh, as soon as he um, turns the hearing aid on, he can hear uh, dead people talking to him. So it's kind of like Sixth Sense, but you can hear him yeah. and like whisper to him. And, oh, and the tagline, okay, so the tagline would then be, um, oh, I almost got it. Uh, oh, uh, let's say his name is Carl. Carl thought he had heard everything until he died. <laughs> 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 Carl thought that he had heard of every. Carl thought he, he heard everything. I don't know. I can't. I can't figure out the semantics of it. Um, but yeah, so he can hear dead people uh, in his hearing aid. So the title of that would be uh, Whispers. I don't know. That's a nice generic PG thirteen horror movie title. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, you got one is more. there a number? Is there a number in there somewhere? Like a a one <laughs> instead of an I? Because it's oh, the first right. one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're just gonna yeah. they're gonna preemptively start, you know, whispers one. <laughs> that could be that could be a television series though too. That could, oh, it could be itself yeah. to you know because every week a different person could be whispering in his hearing aid. And um, telling him to do something, and really all he has to do is say no. Like there's nothing. <laughs> like, I can't think of anything. Like, there's what no doubt. Really, no, what can they really do to him? 
other than yeah. to just keep whispering. And, and then he, all he has to really do is then take his hearing aid off. <laughs> and the show is over. That's it. End of movie. Like they say, ah, you have to, I need you to collect the money from my partner who's, you know, he was embezzling from me. And he's just like, no, I don't want to do that right now. And he just takes it off. And then that's it. End of show. <laughs> and there's nothing more than that can, thing can do. Um, okay, go ahead. Your last one. I'm going to cheat on this one because I've talked to you about this one before. Um, I'm sorry, you can cheat. The, the, uh, the neighbor, it's about uh, the guy who lives next door to you know, the normal suburban guy who lives next door to the crazy sitcom uh, family. Oh, right. Yeah, I remember that. They're, they're always getting into you know the craziest you know, scrapes and winning the lottery and you know whatever um and just you know how the uh the normal next door neighbor deals with the living next door to you know like homer simpson or fred flintstone or you know right yep what's it called the neighbor i don't know that's all i got Ugh. that is awesome that's an incredible name <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, here we go. One more and then we're done. Uh okay. Uh oh man. Okay. Oh, people are waiting. Um <laughs> Okay, faster. Come on. <laughs> okay, I got I got about this in years past, but I haven't revisited the thought of it again. Um it's called Moat. And oh, yeah. it's about a guy who builds a moat around his house in the suburbs. And I love this like idea, big, by the way. And he puts a big drawbridge in front of his <laughs> in front of his door, and he gets like it's just so it looks like just like a normal suburban house with this huge like wooden like old timey door, and there's a bridge like a drawbridge that people have to cross, and there is an actual moat that surrounds his house. <laughs> and there there could be a monster in it, there could be piranhas or fish, normal fish, I don't know. I haven't thought it through that, that heavily. And I really don't know what you would do in a show or movie called Moat. I don't really know where that goes. But this is the I, idea I think, that there's somebody in the suburbs who has a moat around his house. That's, I think, I mean, there's, a, that's my yeah, there's with all the, uh, the neighborhood organizations or like the, you know, the covenants or whatever, there could be a big yeah. subplot with the, you know, the the head of the covenant being upset that he's, you know, digging up his yard and. Uh, right. I mean, there, there's there's places you could go with that. I think it's I think that's a really funny idea. I mean, it could be you could do kind of a dark comedy if you want, um, or you can make a little more slapstick. It, it it's got it's got places to go. I, I think. You see, you see, I think of it now. You know. Now revisiting the idea of it, I think now it's a very expensive five-minute sketch. Like I think it's just like a oh, very yeah. like like you know costly time. You know, a lot of time into it, and it's like a sketch. Like I can't think of anything <laughs> else beyond that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. CGI. You could do it. You could do it pretty quick. I mean, you could get somebody. Well, maybe maybe we should do that. Maybe we should yeah. do that. We should just make a short. We'll call it Moat. Moat. We'll, uh, we'll make it. And uh, Dennis who can wants, be in Moat. Who wants to see that? Yeah, and then Dennis can be there. Um, he can be there. Everyone will want to see this. Everyone's going to want to see Moat. 
Everybody start talking about moat. Hashtag moat. Get it out there. Get everybody talking about it. We'll, we'll make it happen. There will be a five-minute sketch that's really expensive, or we'll make a, a cheap movie, or you know, maybe we'll make a web series, whatever. Um, get it out there. Get the get the word out. Moat will be moat. the newest thing. <laughs> moat, will, moat will be the new black. Um, Everybody uh, will start uh, making moats. It'll be like... <laughs> Everyone will want a moat. Everybody and I, I, I kind of want one right now. Yeah, I would yeah. want a moat. I think a moat would be pretty awesome, <laughs> actually. I don't, think, I don't think there's a downside to having a moat. Um, well, I think that's an hour. I think we've got an hour in without even trying. As usual. And we didn't even introduce <laughs> ourselves or anything. We just went straight in. Like, we didn't even wait. Like, we weren't even like, okay, everybody, we're doing a podcast. Like, we didn't do anything like that. We just went straight into it. So this is like the movies where the credits are at the end. So I'm Doug. Right. And you are. Steve. Steve. This was the 10 Minutes from Hell podcast. Uh, well, we did cover that. Yeah. So come uh, come visit us online. <laughs> online. What is, oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> on on the line? On on the line? <laughs> on the World Wide Web. Uh, we've got, we have a website. We have a Facebook, Twitter uh, Instagram. So uh, either ten minutes from hell or the number ten mfh, like minutes from hell, yes. and uh, we post funny stuff and reviews and news, whatever. Yeah, whatever we yeah. want to talk about. And you can find uh, you can find me at uh, Dennis the Office Cobra. You can write me there, uh, or you can. Uh, write both of us on the site um, we'd love to hear from you mm-hmm. we'd love to hear about any comments or we've been getting some good feedback from people and it's really really fun so uh, keep it oh yeah leave uh, iTunes reviews uh, we've got we've got some already and uh, I want to thank everybody who's left one I, um, and I want to give a shout out to uh, Gozer the Traveler the band <laughs> we just oh, saw, I saw that. They, they had a song called 10 Minutes from Hell and uh, it's completely unrelated, but uh, I really liked it. I thought it was a great, uh, great song. Yeah, it was. I uh, can't can't wait to hear can't wait to hear more from them. They have to be some sort of geeks if they if their name is Gozer the Traveler. If you have a Ghostbusters exactly. reference as the name of your band, so we I like you. Liking, uh, yeah, I saw they were liking some of your posts and stuff. So I think they're into this stuff, uh, which is awesome. It's all your friends in um, Ireland. What, what part of Ireland is it? County Armagh. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Oh, there we go. Love to have them. Uh, I think that's it. I think we can wrap it up. Yeah. Um, see you uh, next week. See you next week. <laughs>